Today, with the Universal Church, we celebrate Trinity Sunday. But when we look at the Trinity, we have this complexity and difficulty of understanding. And so how do we come to understand and grasp, and what do we really know about the Trinity? Because if I told you the Trinity is one nature, two processions, three persons, four relations, and five notions, who can articulate and explain what that means? So then when we get to the mystery of the Trinity, we really are struggling to find and understand what the answer is. How can God, one God, be three persons? And three persons still be one God? And so when we become and understand that mystery, we begin to like kind of get timid and, and not really know what we believe and how we can understand and come to grasp the relationship and the Trinity itself. So today I want us to focus on the image of the Trinity as relationship. God the Father loves Jesus and Jesus loves God the Father unconditionally and in the same way and responds to that loving relationship unconditionally. And therefore the Holy Spirit is the love that is shared between the Father and the Son. So I want you to take your, your fingers together and form a triangle. That is the typical image of the Trinity which we see the Holy Spirit as the top over God the Father and the Son. Now if you flip it upside down, that relationship should then carry and be transmitted in your familial relationship. Because it is mom and dad, and the love that is shared between mom and dad brings about the fruit which is the child. So I want us together to look at that relationship and see what it means because we hear from our gospel reading today, God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him might not perish but have eternal life. God so loved the world. It speaks to us that God is love. It's not an attribute, it's not something we attribute to God. For example, for me, it's hair loss. One of my attributes is hair loss. Love is not an attribute of God, but it is God himself. God is love. So he loves us so much. He loves not only just you and I, but he loves the whole world. Everyone he created, he loved. Everything he created was out of love. So we begin to see the relationship is oriented and is grounded in love. That love, therefore, then leads to Jesus entering into the world. That his son, that he gave his only son to the world. Why would that matter? Why is that so important for us to understand? Pick something you love and cherish the most. Whether that's your phone, whether that's your car, whether that's your prized possession. Imagine if you gave that to someone unconditionally and gave that to someone and had them take care of it for you. Would they take care of it the same way you would? Would you care for it the same way? 
Will they care for it the same way? And so we begin to see that it is not an easy task to hand over something you care about the most to someone else because you're so afraid of knowing that whether or not they're going to care for it the same way you cherished it. God the Father loved the Son so unconditionally that he gave up his Son to us. Not because he didn't want the Son, not because there was something lacking in that relationship that he had to give over his son. But he loved his son so much, he wanted us to participate and be a part of that loving relationship that he has with his son. And therefore, he gives up his son to the world. He gives up his son. But it also is interesting because he's given the title son, which speaks of a relationship that goes beyond just an acquaintance, just as a friend. But there has to be a lover, a beloved. So someone who is giving love, someone to receive the love, and the love that is shared between them. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that everyone might believe and have eternal life. That relationship doesn't end and didn't end 2,000 years ago when Jesus died on the cross. Because as people 2,000 years later, how do we come to know God's love? If I stand here before you and called one of you forward and decided to punch you in the face and say, I love you, how many of you would believe me that I love them? No one would. My words don't match my gesture. So if God says, I love you and God is love, how can we see and admit that for ourselves? Even in a relationship between husband and wife, even in a relationship between father and son, mother and daughter, sometimes even recognizing love in our familial relationship is not even easy. So then how can we say and recognize for ourselves, God is love? For that reason, he gives us the Holy Spirit to guide us, to recognize and help us understand where God loves us, how God loves us, and why God loves us. So that we believe and have eternal life. This love is not just a philosophy that we think about, that we ponder about, that we just question within our minds. This love that we have is not just a sentimental feeling we have within our guts. But it's a true self-sacrificial gift of oneself to the other without counting the cost and without expecting anything in return. We see that love very clearly on the cross. That love that Jesus had for us is the expression of the love he has for his Father. He would give up it all for everyone and those he's been entrusted to, those he loved, and therefore for us, how willing are we to give up of ourselves so that we can love God unconditionally? So my dear brothers and sisters, 
as we ponder and continue the mystery of the Trinity, as we continue our celebration on Trinity Sunday. We're not speaking of this theoretical, this difficult thing to understand of how God is one, one God, three person, but we speak about God in relationship, a God that is relational to us, that is seeking each and every one of us to be in relation with him and to be in its proper relationship. And Jesus models that for each and every one of us. So let us today not just sit there and forget about the Trinity. Let us today resolve to learn from the Trinity and the relation of love and every day strive to live out that love more perfectly. This love that's not a philosophy or a thought process anymore. This love that's not just a sentimental feeling we carry within our gut, but the fact that it's a self-sacrificial gift of oneself to the other. Because God so loved the world that he gave up his son. God loves us and loves us unconditionally. Now he calls us to respond to that love. So let us choose today to respond to that the same way Jesus responds to that love. Let us today bear fruit and be led by the Holy Spirit to that love and bear fruit in that love every day and every moment of our life.